Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going and Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Just a quick heads up uh, over at twitch.tv forward slash MF Steve here this Friday, uh, 923, when the, uh, the, the White Rabbit. Is supposed to make its debut. We're gonna talk about this white rabbit here in a second. Yeah. Enforcer and I are gonna be, I guess at this point, is gonna be a, a dual impact stream slash smackdown stream because I think aren't they on at the same time? They are. I believe impact starts at five. Well, I mean, so does SmackDown. Mm, right, um, yeah. East Coast feed. Unfortunately, I, I I inadvertently double booked myself for Friday, so I will not be taking part um in the well, I mean, I could pop in after I'll be home after seven. I could pop in for the end. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I double booked myself inadvertently. So no impact stream for me. We'll do our predictions before the show starts. We'll, we'll still do all that, but yeah, Steven enforcer will be, uh, watching it. So join them. Yeah. Over at twitch.tv forward slash MF Steve here. Uh, yeah. And the, the, I think it's for the impact stream is for ultimate insiders, right? It's like a uh, dollar or something yeah, like that. Because yeah, it's yeah, Victory yeah. Road. It's like Yeah, yeah. Nothing. It's one of the B level shows. Yeah. Yeah. So we that's have why to make thought, sure to get that's our for, uh sorry, go ahead. our predictions in beforehand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I thought it was I mean at first because usually Impact does their pay per views on Saturday, but I guess these new B level shows are gonna be on Fridays. Given that you have such a substantial six point lead over us. Are you okay submitting your predictions slightly earlier than us so that we can, you know, go opposite of you on on whatever picks we want I mean, to go really opposite don't. of I mean, you? Once, on? once the I watch Impact on Friday morning, I'll submit my picks, and I don't think they're going to change a whole lot. All right, well there you go then, because uh, I got I got to try to give myself a chance here. Totally, man. I got to I got to try to totally. give myself. You got to put you got to put uh, a bunch of confidence points on. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's several yeah. matches that are seemingly gimmies. You gotta go yeah, the opposite right. of one of those. Yeah, you're the uh, you're. I guess the pole position is that what you are yes. in right now? The pole position. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, anyways, uh, let's dive into it. So there was a Monday Night Raw last night, and of course, over the past week or so, a lot of people have been talking about the fact that uh, at during uh, commercial breaks during one of the TV uh, uh, tapings, well, apparently both during SmackDown to Friday and Raw last night. And then uh, at a house show, uh, there was a situation where uh, uh, the, the lights went red in the house. And then the, the Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit, a terrific song. Oh, fantastic. Uh, song. Very sort of a psychedelic. Yeah, uh, it's you know. very, it's very menacing sounding song, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like whenever. Yeah, it's been featured in a bunch of movies. Yeah, it yeah. Is, you know, all it's all yeah. references. I mean, the lyrics are all about Alice in Wonderland. Let's play this game real quick. Sure. So uh, uh, the first movie I think of that the, the movie that that song was played in was Michael Douglas's The Game. David Fincher's. I think that was a David Fincher. Movie. Yeah, it was The Game. Can you name another one that I was in? Man, you put me on the spot. Oh, sorry. I was going to play a little quick game here. <laughs> See who would tap out first. <laughs> well, I guess I'm tapping out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's probably in an Oliver Stone movie, I'd imagine. Yeah, I would think Sounds so. like it should have been. Yeah. Um, Fudgy here but anyways. says Fear and Loathing. That would make sense. So, yeah, that would make sense. Uh, so, you know, uh, last night on Raw, mm-hmm. there is a quick shot of Austin Theory warming up prior to his match early in last night's episode of Raw. But what made that shot so interesting was there was a QR code behind Theory when he moved out of the frame. You saw this QR code. When that QR code was then scanned, it took you to a video teaser featuring 
a white rabbit. Now, this was a game of hangman yeah. uh, that uh, that would slowly sort of fill in. And uh, and it, it hold on. And it said on the top of it, it said, who killed the world? And it's a it was a two word response. And it ended up being uh, you did. Was mm-hmm. was the phrase there, mm-hmm. and there was, uh, I mean, it, it got to. I, so I'm trying to review the details, see what's most significant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then after that, it goes to like a checkerboard pattern. Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry, We're not even hold on. Oh, you're still First, in that frame. Uh, sorry. Yeah. So it ends on the game of hangman ends on uh, the guy having everything but one leg. I don't All know right. if that's significant or not. I don't know. There's a, a, a little white rabbit icon throughout this entire thing. Mm-hmm. There's also an hourglass spinning around. With the red circle around it. Now, uh, Wyndham Rotunda has been using the red circle a lot mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like you were saying, it then turns into a checkerboard where the middle starts sort of warping into like a hole, basically. A wormhole, uh, if you will. And, it's, and it says, yeah, and it says, come with me. And then it says nine dot twenty three, as in a date. And then and then another, and then it flashes to a nine twenty three time colon. Yeah, yeah. Colon. Yeah, exactly. So nine, the date nine twenty three, which is this upcoming Friday, the time of nine twenty three, which would be right before the last half hour of SmackDown. Right. So of course everybody is wondering, who is this man? What's what, going on? One here? more What's detail uh, I saw discussed. On the social medias was when you know in the in the game of Hangman you guess a letter and if it's if it's in the 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 solution it pops up if not there's a, another part of the Hangman that's drawn in once you fill up the complete Hangman you lose. Mm-hmm. Um, amongst the letters that were chosen, it does spell out Demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, of course, early speculation was Bray Wyatt. Of course, um, he did portray the Mad Hatter during Firefly Funhouse. At one point, uh, there's also been some chatter that uh, this could all be for Karrion Cross. After all, he was he had the character's name of White Rabbit in Lucha Underground and mentioned the hourglass in the video. Uh, Tuesday morning, this morning, Russell Vokes tweeted out, quote, asked a source about the White Rabbit deal. Source said while he suspects it's Bray Wyatt, he said it's being withheld from everyone. WB has been able to draw significant interest from this without it being a TV storyline. And they like to keep it as quiet as possible. Now, Karrion Cross has uh, 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 responded to tweets, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, suggesting that that he's involved here. For example, yesterday, Alan Nadeau the Third said, "What is this white rabbit? Uh, uh, I've seen people talk about as of late. I feel like I'm missing something here." He responded, "Flattered to be remembered for that. Keep watching. Assume nothing." Uh, he also uh, uh, responded to this, call me a killer, guilty as charged. However, I wouldn't look to me as a suspect for any of this. I'm an innocent killer. People are reaching for answers and have no idea what to grasp for. Keep watching and have fun. That's what I'm doing. He's uh, responded in gift form to uh, several other uh, mm. of these suggestions on Twitter. He's very active on Twitter. So it's not like he's avoiding the issue. Yeah. yeah Usually yeah. people keep quiet. Uh, what's your what's your best guess here well, in terms of what the direction might be if it is Bray, if it's Cross? Whatever. So here's one more detail. It could be relayed. It could not during uh, Alexa Bliss's match with Bailey for a brief moment. The the house lights dimmed and came right back up. Yeah, right. Um, you know, given Alexa Bliss's history with Bray Wyatt, 
you know, uh, or, or leading up to that uh, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt's second terrible WrestleMania match. Yeah. Uh, there was a storyline involving Alexa and Bray. Uh, commentary throughout that match was talking about Alexa needing, needing to get back to essentially being the goddess. That mm-hmm. since she's made her return after therapy, she's kind of, you know, as Bailey described her, but a shell of her former self. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, I mean, if you take the, the Alice in Wonderland analogy, mm-hmm. you could say that Bray is the white rabbit. He's the one that's guiding us into this crazy world of his, in this case, his construction, which would be Firefly Funhouse. Um, and, and, uh, I guess if he's the white rabbit, Alexa could be Alice then. Alice. Yeah. yeah. If they want to, you know, go back and t- kind of retell that story. Yeah. Um, s- uh, since it didn't really, uh, go that well the first time. Um, there, yeah, there, there's so much, oh, I'm sorry. If, if you no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So there's so much, there, there are so many make goods happening right now. Yeah. That this is a great opportunity for a make good because that visual of Alexa with all like the black goo stuff running down her face and coming out of that box at the end of that WrestleMania match was terrific. Yeah. And and then they completely, you know, bollocked up the ending and it sucked. And then and then you never saw that again. And then Alexa was in this horrible like limbo of going to therapy, et cetera, et cetera. And it was trash. It's a great opportunity for that. So there's a couple, there, there's some stuff happening that, that I hope it is. So like we've seen before Bray don the Mad Hatter stuff. So maybe Bray is the Mad Hatter in this situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe Karrion Cross is the White Rabbit in this situation, him and Scarlet together. Mm-hmm. Maybe what you're saying about Alexa is absolutely true. There's another guy who came back wearing red pants. Braun Strowman, who used to be part of the Wyatt family. Mm -hmm. All these people sort of coming together at the same time in this way, I think could be something where they're going to have some sort of big ass faction called, I don't know, Wonderland or some shit like that. Yeah. Where, you know, Bray's leading them. And then you've got all sorts of people, all sorts of pieces you can put together and they can go on any other, any, any sort of directions. And you have a lot of stories that don't need any titles because Bray's doing some weird shit here. Um, I think, you know, I, I think all of that is a possibility. I would be shocked if it was just Karrion Cross. He's yeah. already there. He's doing vignettes. That doesn't make a lick of sense. No, it doesn't make sense for it just to be Cross, no. But, I mean, I would think it's kind of silly for them to add a, uh, a, a an hourglass, given that that's his thing. Well, he I guess should be related somehow. It could be a situation the the you that is referred to in this vignette is Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. That is Bray accusing Karrion of, of, of killing this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how, how much sense that would make, but I mean, I guess it depends what the, if the world that's being referred to in the game of Hangman is like Firefly Funhouse, mm-hmm. maybe the U is Vince. Yeah. 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 It, you could be, you people, you know, the, the yeah. WWE universe. Yeah. yeah. It could be Vince. Uh, I mean, Bray is, he's, he's obviously, we've talked about this clearly is a very creative guy. Yes. And, uh, and, and I don't know. I, I think SmackDown is going to be pretty darn interesting on Friday. I suspect though, we're going to have even more questions than actual answers come yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't shock me. I don't know. Is, is Drew versus Cross? What's the latest on that? Are they having an extreme rules match? Was that the challenge laid by Drew on Friday? I believe Drew just told him to face him like a man, and that was the extent of it. 
All right. If they have a face off at like 915 or whatever, I could totally see this culminating with, you know, the entire crew of Bray Wyatt's people mm-hmm. along with Carrie and Cross, uh, uh, you know, having some sort of weird shit happen with Drew McIntyre. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it because I think they kind of WWE has been doing some cool shit lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really kind of looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so- sorry. The yeah. idea that they would have the, the, uh, the little, uh, the, the hourglass in there. I mean, that's just, that's obviously a cross reference. And I don't think they'd have that in there if, if, if he had nothing to do with this, you know what I Unless mean? it's just there to kind of throw people off. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That could be, uh, we got a couple other, uh, Ideas here in chat. C squared says you could be Alexa for what happened at Mania 37. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metal Nerve says you could also be Roman since Roman took the Universal Title from Bray. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, that that's true. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I mean, Braun and Bray have had their own dealings. They had that swamp match right mm-hmm. there, and and who knows what that means. Mm-hmm. So, um. So yeah, I don't know. I think you could. I could, I think you could do a lot of stuff. I'd love to see. I'd love to see Braun with Bray, just because I thought he was more interesting yeah. than at that point, um, as just sort of the, the menacing black sheep character. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe the the one leg. Maybe there's gonna bring like a one leg guy. They had that before. Bring that yeah. guy back. Yeah. What was the name? Zach Gowan? Is that the yeah. is that the dude? Bring him yep. back. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, so last night's Monday night raw thought it was a pretty solid episode. I'm reviewing your notes right now. Just to see if anything jogs my memory. Oh, you're um, going to notice so- in my notes that I stopped, uh, writing promos in the third person. It's all how they said it. Oh, that's cool. So we'll try that. Right I on. Like that I love it. That's both great. Of us up sometimes. And so I was gonna, I was going to, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I had thoughts to like solicit somebody to like write the promos verbatim for us. Yeah. So we had them there. Cause I don't want to be like, Hey dude, can you change your I mean, notes that, was, that I use? That was, that was my first job out of college was <laughs> there. Or one go. of my first jobs out of college was transcribing junket interviews. So. Well, we could have offered that gig to an enterprising young Larson, you know, Oh, a, going back a, in time 20 some years ago. And no, I meant like a dude who could be like the next Larson, like the up and coming oh, Larson. <laughs> all right. You don't want to do time travel. <laughs> fine. That's difficult. That's that difficult, seems, man. that seems less interesting than my idea, but fine. Yeah. <laughs> More plausible though, perhaps. Mm. Uh, no, I thought it was, I thought it was a solid episode. We've got uh Bailey versus Bianca seemingly going down at extreme rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the fight cool. pits back. The fight pits back again, make goods. Triple H is bringing back all that cool stuff, man. I love the fight pit. It's all so the ideas he probably pitched to Vince to do on the main roster. But it's like, nah, I don't want to do that. Not doing that shit. Doing it now. What's a fight pit? It's like an armpit. Oh, man. It's a. Yeah, anyways. Uh, even Miz TV was pretty damn entertaining with Dexter Loomis with a giant, like, killer's it's like knife. Like a Bowie knife, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a Bowie knife. Like a hunting knife. It's the first you know. knife that we know of that we that has been on uh, WWF television that I'm aware of. Right, right. Did Tank Abbott ever wrestle in WWE? I don't no. think he did. No, yeah. just in so WCWCS. He would, I mean, that would have been. Yeah. Yes. That would have been. Uh, Judgment Day getting a hot, hot heat for Dom Mysterio in uh, uh, San Jose. I thought that was. I thought Judgment Day last night was as entertaining as they as they've ever been, mm-hmm. uh, including uh, them. Uh, uh, Finn Balor coming up to AJ Styles saying, "Hey, brother, why don't you join the Judgment Day?" And AJ wanting none of that. Yeah, 
And, I thought and, that was good and stuff. Finn not appealing to him in the same way they've appealed to other people, whereas, you know, hey, stop listening to the fans, get out of your dad's shadow. It was like, hey, we're friends. We go back. You stop talking to me. Why? And AJ says, well, you joined Judgment Day, and you turned your back on me. And, and Finn's like, no, 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 no. You got that half right. I joined Judgment Day, but I would never turn my back on you. You know, and he's more or less said, I'm here as a friend. I don't want to fight. AJ, do you want to fight? And there's that awkward pause there, and Finn's like, nah, you don't want to fight, and gives him a hug. And it's like, hey, offer still stands. Throws him yeah. too sweet. And he was very, he was very like sort of, you know, uh, alpha dogging him, you know, like mm -hmm. rubbing his shoulders, patting him, you know, that kind of stuff. There was definite shades of, of the, of the old Prince Devitt stuff yeah. that I, I really love to see. So yeah, it seems like we're getting Finn versus AJ, which is something that they did once, uh, uh TLC because their hand was forced because <laughs> it was supposed to be Finn to. and Bray. Yeah. It was be pumpkin Balor versus uh, sister Abigail. Yep. Uh, which was probably going to be absolutely terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then, so yeah, no. Um, so I don't know. There was a lot going on. I guess we could just go ahead and get into sure, it. Sure, let's of get into it. Open with a match everything. too. I love when they open with matches. Oh, that's the best. It's the best. Let's get just right into an awesome wrestling bout. This time we got Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley for the U.S. title. This match did not disappoint. Uh, fantastic bout. Lashley blocking a stomp by just muscling up just that just was something else essentially dude. doing a push-up <laughs> yeah, and rad. seth is going for a stomp and lashley's like no yeah that's not gonna happen dude that was great <laughs> that was sick that was really that sick. was great finish saw uh seth go for a phoenix splash he misses that he goes for a stomp misses that lashley puts on the hurt lock seth starts to fade but then he comes to pushes off the ropes to roll up lashley lashley kicks out while still holding on to the hurt lock and when mm -hmm. he does that kind of lands on the ref. So the mm. ref is coming to Seth breaks up the hurt lock with the low blow, uh, sets up for a stomp. And then riddle runs down to ringside. And mm. then right before he's about to get into the ring, he puts on the brakes. Of course, mm. this distracts Seth because Seth, maybe more than any other character in WWE has tunnel vision, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to distractions. So he turns around, Lashley hits a spear for the win. Yeah. I'm looking at that that stomp attempt again. It was so, oh, that was great. It was so shocking. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a hell of a spot. God damn. You know, and it's funny because on one hand you can sort of make the case, okay, Lashley needs to like whenever he has a big opponent, like a big name opponent, they sort of give they they try to make the bigger name look strong in defeat. And and with Seth, you kind of need to do that because he's Seth Rollins. He could yeah. easily be, you know, next big champ, next universal champion or whatever. But uh, but when you do stuff like that in the match, you keep Bobby Lashley looking strong. Yeah, like that's the kind of important stuff you got to do, because even had Seth Rollins, if he had Bobby Lashley where he wanted him before Riddle comes out, there's no guarantee that he's going to hit what he needs to hit and mm -hmm. put down Bobby Lashley. There's no guarantee Lashley's not going to kick out a two on, on a stomp or whatever yeah. it is going to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, I love the spear into the pedigree was great. Whatever Seth does that, he's done it to Roman. He's done it to a bunch of people. I love the pedigree from a spear. Oh, I yeah, love yeah, yeah. that move. It is yeah, the so timing great. on that is, is insane to get it that really right. is. It's crazy. But that, yeah, that, that stomp attempt and, and, and no cell was absolutely phenomenal. Oh, that, that was, was great, great stuff. That was great. Yeah. Uh, then we're backstage. Uh, damage control arrive at the SAP Center in advance of their championship celebration, which happened next. 
And they came out in a golf cart. Oh, it was great. Had some LEDs on the side. Oh, man, yeah. Had a damage control sticker on the front. Dude, if we end up, you know, October 8th, of course, the big match there at Action Coast Wrestling. If Alpha Zoe Magnum uh, and uh, and and El Flaco Loco win, we're gonna be able to. We're, we'll own a, a ACW. Yeah. Are we gonna get a golf cart of our own when we make our entrance? I mean, we're to just purchasing. We're just purchasing a wrestling company. I don't think we're gonna have the funds for a golf cart on top of that. Oh, but here's the thing: we buy the wrestling company, then the money starts coming in from that. We jack the prices way up. You know. No war games for us, man. We need those premium floor seats. We do need those premium floor seats. Yes, we do. Yeah, Every seat is premium. I know, but also you mentioned floor seats. If we're going to be driving a golf cart anywhere around there, we're going to have to get rid of some seats. Right, yeah. So all the others are going to have to be like triple price, more premium. So there'd be 15 seats in there all for $150. (laughs) Sounds like a great business plan. That doesn't sound like a great business plan at all. Anyways, talk to me about damage control, man. Okay, so they come to the ring in golf cart. So Bailey says, your Bay Area hero is here. So uh, I thought we could do a little uh, homecoming celebration together, but I'm not talking about you guys, the fans. I'm talking about me and Dakota Kai and EO Sky. They're the new tag champs. Uh, Bailey asked the crowd to show the champs some respect. Uh, you know, they're winners, unlike the Sharks, because they can't yeah. get it done. Yeah. EO says, we are in control now. She thanks Bailey. And Bailey says, you don't have to thank me. I should be thanking you and Dakota for believing in my vision. Uh, Dakota says, we needed each other. The vision needed us. But uh, now uh, we... But you know who we don't Oh, sorry. Now we know who we don't need. Asuka, Bliss, and Bianca. Let's face it. They were once the face of this division. But now that we are in control, or now they are in control of nothing, I thought doing it this way would be easier, but it's not. It's an adjustment. No, it's an adjustment. You're doing great. You're doing great. Asuka was once a fearless warrior. Uh, Bliss walks around like she had a lobotomy. And uh, for 300 something days, Bianca has phoned it in because she forgot what it's like to be pinned until Bailey reminded her. And now there's nothing left for them to do but pack it up and go home. Oh, and wow. then, so Bianca, Oscar, and Alexa come to the ramp. Bianca says, uh, We weren't intending on crashing your party. Uh, we were going to give them their time to celebrate their W. But then they had to go running their mouths again. Uh, and I can't l- keep letting the- you disrespect us like that. So now we're going to have to teach you respect. So Bailey asked Bianca, uh, why don't you have any patience? Uh, this is why this division is spiraled out of control because you are too impulsive. You need to be like me. See the long game, the big picture. And I said, the next time we fight is when I decide I want your title. And that's not right now. And what are you two doing out here anyways? Talking to Asuka and uh, uh, Alexa. Um, she- Bailey says, I thought... I think Bianca has enough accessories. She's got her ponytail and her stupid earrings. It doesn't look like you two fit in the picture anymore. And then Bliss says, Bailey, if you keep talking like you're 10 feet tall, uh, you, you keep talking like you're 10 feet tall, but if you keep talking there, as in Bianca and Oscar, going to become accessories to what I'm going to do to you. Ooh. Um, Bailey says, I thought your friend Lily was the only one who bites, but you used to be... Uh, that's biter, I, I guess. I don't know, but that was back in the day. But I don't know who this is. You're like a shell of of the old Alexa. So Alexa says, "I'd love nothing more than to torment you more." Bailey challenges, and the challenges are to a match tonight. It says Lily does bite, but I do too. And then mm-hmm. Bailey tries to take a swing at Alexa. Instead, Alexa knees her. Uh, Dakota and Eo pull Bailey out of the ring. Hey, C squared twenty here in chat says there is an Alice in Wonderland reference with the ten feet tall thing. 
That's right. Hey. That is right. Super group. Uh, after that, we see Austin Theory warming up backstage. That's when the QR code thing happens. Uh, and then we get Austin Theory versus Kevin Owens um, again. Uh, in this case, uh, Theory is about to get his. Uh, so they go at it. Uh, uh, he gets to Theory gets two with a rolling blockbuster and then a neck breaker. He's about to pick up that money in the bank briefcase to use it on Kevin Owens. This is a really good match up until now. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, Gargano's got it. John. He's like, oh, John, John, John. He's like, you, you want this? Yeah, you got this. And Theory turns around after John up John. John. Eats a super kick from Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens follows with a cannonball. Gives him a pop-up powerbomb to Man, get the win. that powerbomb was nasty. Oh, yeah, it was fierce. I love I loved the pop-up powerbomb. Uh, Gargano gets in the ring, drops the briefcase right on Theory's dick. And he goes, ah, ah my dick. Yep, right in his and front area. Uh, yeah, that, that was good stuff right there. It was. It uh, was. After that, we had a Riddle interview. He's asked if he cost Seth the U.S. title. Riddle says, you know, I love this because Riddle's he's less of an idiot under Triple H than he was under mm-hmm. Vince. Mm-hmm. And he was starting to get there under Vince, but I feel like he just has, you know, Triple H likes all of his characters to be badasses. <laughs> and so this guy is yeah. merely stoned badass. Yeah. And he's like, so like half of his sentences, like he drops the last word and continues on to the next one. He's like, you're damn right I did. That's just a little payback to what he did for me the last week. And that's just a taste because Seth Rollins thinks this is over. This is just getting started. I'm going to hunt him down every second of every day until I get my rematch. And he says, there's one thing I know about that, and that's sweet vengeance. And I want to help Ray get that sweet vengeance. And Damien and Finn used to be pretty cool dudes, but now they dress up like South Park kids that are all goth, and they talk about wanting to join a cult. And in the process, they're ruining Legends' careers. So Ray helped me out last week, so I'm going to return the favor. Yeah. It was kind of like run-on sentence and, and just kind of. It was, which fits for him. It does. and he would But he does it in like a badass thought, dude know? way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got a Logan Paul Roman recap, and then we got Ridge and Butch. They come to the ring. Uh, they drop a promo. Butch says it's fight night. Ridge says, "Bear get used to seeing us uh, here when we become the undisputed tag champs. Says Sheamus is already preparing our championship celebration, and whether it's Mondays or Fridays. And before we continue that thought, they're interrupted by Street Profits. So Dawkins says, first off, congrats on your win on Friday. Ford says, yeah, it was amazing, but allow us to introduce ourselves. And reminder, when you won on SmackDown, you earned the shot at the tag titles, and you went through the other teams, and then Dawkins reminds them, but you didn't beat us. Mm, yeah, and so then Butch then, throws his hat and jacket yeah. at the Profits. Ford says, uh, calm your Butch ass down. Ridge says, Butch is always ready for a fight, and I'm ready for a scrap. So get in the ring and put your money where your mouth is. And then the brutes take turns hitting. Oh, and then they have a match. And the match starts. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you make note here in these notes here. Uh, this is a great bit where the brutes take turns hitting the ten beats of the Bowery on Ford, and then Butch clobbers him to the floor. Yeah, Raw rolls on. Every match last night got a ton of time. Yeah, I know. You love to see it. A ton of time, like the opening, the first two segments of the show, the Seth and Lashley, and then uh, the the Damage Control Championship Celebration. That mm-hmm. took up about forty some minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those yeah, first two segments. Yeah. Um, in the end, uh, Butch and Ridge get the win. Um, so Dawkins doles out some pounces to Butch and to Ridge. Tags in uh, Ford. He hits the brawling brutes with a tope. 
puts Ridge back in the ring, tags in Dawkins. They're looking for another Doomsday move because earlier they hit an awesome Doomsday uh, blockbuster. Uh, Butch, though, snaps Montez's fingers. Uh, Ridge then escapes, tags in Butch, and then they hit their finish on Dawkins to get the win. Yep. Gave it a ton uh, of time. It was great. Yeah. After that, we had a Rey Mysterio interview where he says, I can't help but think, if I knew all the resentment Dom had inside, I could have stopped the Judgment Day from warping his mind. My own son won't even speak to me. Edge might be sidelined for now, but he's not out of the fight. There's nothing that can hold me hold him down for long. He says, I just hope my son will find his way back to our familia. He says, I'm not going to give up. I'll never give up on my son. And then Ray turns to the camera and says, Dominic, I know you can hear me. I want you to know that everything I've ever done in this life was for you. To provide you a life I never had growing up. Opportunities only dreamt of and a future legacy for you to carry on only if you wanted to. He says, I can't speak the same thing about Damien and Finn because they're nothing. He's, and then Riddle steps up. He says, you ready to drop the hammer of justice on Judgment Day? And then Ray says, si, senora. I'm ready. 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 Uh, then we're backstage with John. John. Gargano, he walks up to Alpha Academy. And Gable says, well, if it isn't Johnny, sheesh, sheesh. And Gargano's like, okay, yeah, thanks for that. And he's about to walk off. And Gable stops him. And he says, you know what I saw out there? I saw that pathetic display. Problem is, you cost uh, our close personal friend, Austin Theory, the match. And that don't bode well with me. Mm-hmm. Continue. He says, look, I know you're new around here, but allow Master Gable to give you some advice. You just, you just made the biggest mistake of your career because Theory's got something you'll never have, and that's strength in numbers. Because when you mess with Theory, you mess with the Academy. So then Kevin Owens steps in. Ooh. And it's, it's like, oh, do we have a problem? Do we have a problem? And then Gable says, yeah, I got a big problem, but it's with him, Gargano, and not you. Yeah, and Kevin Owens says, okay, well, here's the thing. Earlier, Johnny had my back out there, which means if you've got a problem with him, then you got a problem with me. Gable says, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he says, it took both of you to get the better of our friend. So I wonder what would happen if we even the odds in the case of a match between you two and Alpha Academy next year, next week. And uh, Kevin Owens like, are you challenging us to a, a tag team match? He says, well, that, that works out great because a few weeks ago you issued an open challenge and I beat you. And where was that? Oh, yeah, in Toronto. He says, in, last, in, in, uh, in that night, I realized that I really love beating the hell out of Chad Gable in my home country. And guess where Raw is next week? And Gargano's like, it's in your home country. That's right. It's in Edmonton. It's on. <laughs> and Gable's like, wait, no, not next week then. It's two weeks from now. And he's the like, no, you, you, already said, you already said next week. You can't do that. <laughs> and then Gable said, yeah, I already did say last week or next week. And so, uh, and then he says, he's like, it's on. He's like, you got anything else to say, Gable? And Gable's about to talk. And then Gargano shoots him. Yeah, and Gable gets pissed, and they stop off. He's like, "Oh, he uses his own thing on him." Yeah, it's pretty great. So, is yeah. there allowing people to show their natural personality and their natural charisma and their chemistry? Because Kevin Owens, so I read online. I didn't know this before that. I'm not going to claim that I did. But this was a tag team that never happened in PWG. It was going to happen, but then it mm-hmm. didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to be Panda Express. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So that's yep. awesome. We get to see it here, and you know what? I know. If if Cole was on commentary, he'd probably reference it. He probably would. He probably maybe would. Jimmy Smith will. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, next, we were we have Judgment Day versus Matt Riddle and Rey Mysterio. Before the match, Judgment Day have a promo. Uh, Rhea says last week they took out everyone who was in front of us and proves once again that we run Monday Night Raw. And now with Dominic by our side, no one's going to stop us, especially now that he's all man. <laughs> and Finn says, yeah, Dominic is a man. He's a brave man. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies, but it takes a great deal more to stand up to your father. And that's exactly what Dom did. 
And Priest says, I love you, Dom. I love this guy. A man who no longer <laughs> walks in a, a, a shadow, a man who is willing to fight his own battles, and he proved that last week when he faced Edge one-on-one. If you need a reminder of how that went down, well, Dom is standing right here, and then Finn says, and Edge isn't standing at all. Priest says, they kind of make fun of Edge's mountain of omnipotence. Mm-hmm, yeah. And says, well, Edge, wherever he's sitting, he's sitting beat up, sad, and injured. And Rhea tells Dom that Poppy is very proud of you. And uh, Dom tells Rhea, Thank you. And the crowd is just booing the hell out oh, of Oh, they are having so much fun with this. And Dom had a big old smile on I know, his face. I know. I think he was loving it. He finally got a reaction. And I I'm know. sorry, but if you're a wrestler, you're a bad guy, you want the shower of booze. Exactly. Exactly. So then uh, uh, Dom, he kind of interjects. says, like I was saying, I'm very proud, too. I couldn't be prouder that I'm standing alongside my new family, my real family, Judgment Day. And Finn says, oh, this is so beautiful. I think we're having a moment. I, we're having a moment. We need to capture this moment with a picture. No, yeah. a family portrait. So they all pose yeah. with a ringside photographer. He snaps a picture. Uh, and then Fizz, Finn says, we're having a great time in the Bay Area, but I don't have one ounce of he's about to say California love. Yeah. And he's interrupted yeah. by Riddle and Rey Mysterio. This was easily the most fun. And it's, always, it's fun for the crowd. It's fun for us watching at home if you know that the people on screen are having fun. Exactly. Judgment Day, clearly. Priest was so much more relaxed here. I love this guy. <laughs> oh, I know. I love this guy. I love this guy. And yeah, they were just having a lot more fun. And here's the thing. This is the crazy thing about it. Dom's going to get, I hope, if the crowds are good, Dom's going to get that reaction everywhere they go. They're going to be showering with booze. Mm-hmm. And you know how that goes. Eventually, it's going to get to the point where when he goes face again, they're going to be on board with him. And I really think that's going to be the situation here because they might be showering with booze like, oh, look at this piece of shit. And I think part of their investment with Dom is that his his relationship with Rhea Ripley, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I this, this is awesome for him. He's showing... Yeah. That he's having fun out there. He's Dom has never really come off like he's having fun doing this. No. And now he really does. He really does. Well, I think because Judgment Day have really finally established their chemistry. Now they have an mm-hmm. idea of who they are. Because it felt like mm-hmm. what they were doing under Vince was very... Another situation where they, they're forcing performers to fit these characters, which might not be the best yeah. fit, or at least not giving them the latitude, the, the, the leeway to instill their own personality into these characters. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. every, every member of Judgment Day, the character they're portraying feels like an extension of themselves. It does. Yeah, it does. And yeah. so it feels natural. And yeah. as far as Dom goes, if he does really good work with Judgment Day, you're a thousand percent right. If, if this storyline continues to be interesting and he's doing really good work, yeah, at a certain point, the booze will start turning the cheers, not just for Dom, but for Judgment Day as a whole. For you're you're absolutely right for Judgment Day in, entirely. Like there's going to be if they keep along this trajectory, which by the way started weeks ago when Triple H took over, and you could see bit by bit the changes that were being mm-hmm. made, and they're they've been very subtle. You know, there's nothing really drastically different about what Vince was doing with them in that like the broad strokes they come out drop a promo, but it was so stilted because they didn't really know. Who are these people that were supposed to be? It's seemingly Triple H has been like, okay, here's the thing. Y'all are yourselves, but dicks. Mm-hmm. And and we're going to introduce this sort exactly. of the, this, the sexual undertones here with Rhea mm-hmm. Ripley and Dom, mm-hmm. which people are going to eat alive because it's fucking hilarious. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Judgment Day got the win here, which, which they needed. Um, Seth comes to the ring at one point to attack Riddle. 
he grabs a chair. Ray takes it from him and chases him off through the crowd. And so Dom, who's ringside for the bout, comes up to Ray and starts pointing at his chin, saying, hit me, hit me. He gets on his knees, puts his hands behind his back, and sticks his chin out. He's got a Ray, big smile on his face, yeah, too. Telling Ray to hit me. Ray yeah, can't do it. He gets back in the ring. Finn hits him with the sling blade. And Dom gets up from that, and he's just got this look of satisfaction on yeah, his face. Like, great. I own my dad. Yep. I own him now. It was yep. great. Uh, Priest follows with a choke slam, and then Finn hits a coup de gras to get the win. Uh, Seth and Riddle. Uh, oh, we go to commercial comeback. Seth and Riddle are brawling backstage. Rest producers there to break him up. And Seth says, all right, if you want your rematch, Riddle, you got it. Name the time and name the place. And Riddle says, extreme rules. Fight pit. Fight pit, baby. And Seth. Says, you're on. You're on. What what is that? What yeah, is fight I pit? I know. You got you got that match. What is a fight pit? We have to dig a hole. Is that what that is? Uh yeah, they start off on like a fucking uh on like a, a, a platform, don't There's they? A platform above the ring. It's sort of like remember the lot not the lions. Yeah, it was a lion's den match. Kind of like the lions. Where they had the yeah. circular cage, and yes, they had the platform the ref was on, but in, in mm. NXT it was a cage with the platform atop. And then the ring down below, yeah. And then they would just end up going down there, you know. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, Miz TV. Uh, Miz starts off saying, last Monday night I wasn't present, and that's because of a deranged madman. He says, one thing to attack me, and it's another to cost me the U.S. title. But he crossed the line when he stepped foot into my home. So I looked at my security footage. What kind of lunatic breaks into your home and draws a picture of your family? Puts it on the coffee table and leaves. <laughs> he put it on the coffee table and left. He says, look, I don't care if you were in my home an hour, a minute, a second. You don't step into my home uninvited. I'm sick of feeling this way. Oh, he's looking over my shoulder. He says, just two days ago, I was celebrating my daughter's third birthday. And this is when Champa started to crack. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't think he knew Miz was going to say yeah. this shit. Yeah. He said, it was a Minions-themed party. And I couldn't help <laughs> look at all the Minions there and think that he was inside one of the costumes. I ended up punching a Minion. <laughs> Champa cracked a fucking smile. He says, I'm going crazy. He says, all people can say is, what did he do to you? What did he do to you? He says, that's, that's a question you should be asking. You should be asking, why me? So I want you to come here now, Dexter. Man to man. He never says his name. He never says his name. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never says his name. Man to man, face to face. What do you say? And there's no Loomis. And then Miz says, uh, he says, this is the platform. And he starts talking. And <laughs> Knife is and the camera cuts to a knife come puncturing from underneath the ring, cutting yeah. the mat, the carpet there. So it's like cutting a hole and behind Miz. And the crowd's trying to alert him to this. And he says, I understand you're not a mad, mad, madman. You're a weak-minded sociopath. The next time I see you, I'm going to kick your ass. Miz walks closer to the hole in the ring. Loomis pops up. Miz turns around, sees him, tries to run. Loomis grabs him by his ankle, tries to pull him down. <laughs> Champa yanks Miz out. And then Loomis grabs Champa by the foot, pulls him under the ring. Champa or tries to pull him under the ring. Champa decks him with a mic. And then <laughs> and Loomis is like he so he falls back down and he, he can't yeah, see yeah. him. And so like Champa and Miz are both crawling to the hole, trying to look into it. He pops up, they bolt. Oh, it was great. Dude, when he started talking about <laughs> the minions themed party. Oh, and then the kids were screaming, you just hit oh, Stuart. I forget. Yeah, it was Stuart. Stuart, yeah, yeah. you yeah. just punched Stuart. Yeah. That was funny, man. That was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Then we got a Judgment Day interview backstage. Again, they're relaxed. Mm -hmm. The chemistry's yeah. good. 
Yeah. So Rhea says it's time to celebrate. Isn't that right, Dom? And Dom says, uh, I don't know, guys. I think I need to go check on my dad. And there's a pause there. And then he laughs and says, just kidding. He says to Priest, <laughs> he says, I've heard the stories. We got to go out and celebrate because I got a new mommy now. Yeah. yeah. And then Rhea says, and mommy knows best. Uh, Priest says that Riddle uh, didn't get enough of an ass kicking tonight. So next week, I'll oblige him one more time. But we got to go party. They walk away, but Finn puts on the brakes. He's like, I'm going to go handle this one. So he walks over to the side, and there's AJ getting off the phone. Yeah. And so he walks up to him and says, hey, what's up, AJ? We haven't spoken in a while. Are you fabing me or something? <laughs> Are you fabing me? That ha- That's going to start entering my lexicon. Oh, man. I know. I Are know. you fabing me or something? I know. He's getting all this wrestling jargon in his in his promo stuff now. It's great. great, yeah. And then AJ says, well, we haven't spoken since you joined Judgment Day and turned your back on me. But now that we've talked, uh, now it's over with. And he starts to leave. And then Finn grabs him by the shoulder and says, only one of those things are true. Sure, I'm in Judgment Day, but I would I never turn my back on you. Has there ever been a moment all the time we've known each other that I've not had your back? And AJ says, yeah, you're right. You've had my back. I've had uh, yours. So what? I joined Judgment Day and turned my back uh, on the people I love the most, just like Dom did. I want no part of Judgment Day. And Finn goes, hey, it's me. It's Finn. I come over here looking for my friend, and you seem like you're looking for a fight. Are you looking for a fight, AJ? And so they kind of have a little bit of a stare down for a bit. And Finn says, no, you're not. Gives him a hug. And then just says, hey, offer still stands. Too sweet. Throws up the too sweet. It was great. Uh, after that, we had an Alexa Bliss video package. And then we had our main event, which was Alexa Bliss versus Bailey. Mm-hmm. And of course, we had all a ton of time, of like 20 minutes. They gave this a ton of time. Yeah, of course, Alexa Bliss and Bailey have uh, some history that I like that they're not shy about visiting how bad that was. Mm-hmm. You know, that the, this is your life stuff. Uh, but anyways, all sorts of shenanigans here towards the finish. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we had, so So bliss Bliss is looking for a tornado DDT. Bailey escapes that, uh, uh, bliss rolls up. Bailey puts her feet. I'm sorry. Rolls up. Bailey rolls up. Bliss puts her feet, feet on the ropes. Bianca knocks them off. Bliss kicks out of that damage control pushes Bianca into the ring post oscar takes out eo looks for a hip attack on dakota kai but instead kai moves oscar hits the ring steps with her hip attack bliss hits a ddt goes up top kai gets up on the apron to distract the ref she knocks bliss off the ropes bailey hits rose plant for the win after that eo and dakota kai get in the ring damage control attacks bliss oscar gets in the ring kai boots her eo hits her with an assisted moonsault and then Bianca gets in the ring. She's able to drop Dakota Kai, Io, and Bailey. Uh, look for oh, she looks for a glance, a glam slam. Io and Kai overwhelm her. Bailey punches her, hits Bianca with a rose plant, calls for a mic, says, "I'm in control now, Bianca. I get what I want when I want, and I want the Raw Women's Title at Extreme Rules." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that was your Monday Night Raw. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. I have a thread right here on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. We've got a bonus show today available via Patreon. Um, that's going to be airing live at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 yep. p.m. Eastern. I think we're going to do some tier ranking. I don't know exactly what. i got to look through the, the wrestling tier ranks. We're going to be doing that. We're going to be answering a bunch of your questions, and we're going to be doing Numbers Don't Lie on Charlotte Flair. Correct. All today on Overrun. Uh, Alex Foster says, if Dexter Loomis house sat for you, what task do you think he would excel with? 
Is there, any, was there, is there anything you'd worry about? I'd worry about him freaking out my neighbors. Yeah. Appearing in their window and whatnot. Yeah, or just like staring through your own window towards their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As far as like, what would he excel at? You know, if I need like meal prep, I mean, he's handy mm-hmm. with a knife, obviously. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know, any any meal prep, any chopping needs to be done. I'd be like, hey, Dexter, while I'm gone, can you, can you chop up these veggies? So I'm going to, you know, do some grilling and some cooking tomorrow. Mm-hmm, yeah, Be that's cool good. If this yeah, was prepped maybe, maybe, in yeah, maybe, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, David Matushek says, considering the storyline involving Miz and Loomis, who should Loomis hypothetically dress as for Halloween? Oh, a minion. Oh, that's good. That's good. Stuart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blake Whitehouse, who should damage control feud with? If uh, Sasha and Naomi don't come back to WWE, um, next he says next. Sorry, next. If Sasha and Naomi, if they if they come back, wait. Yeah, a little while. I'm trying to think of because it, it, I, I don't want them to take the same approach they did with the tag division, and that if Damage Control is going to feud with somebody else, then they just start making these trios for these feuds and then breaking them up. You know. I yeah I think that I I don't want them to follow the same. You're right. You're right. I don't want them to follow the same pattern of well, there's a tag team that's you know in it with damage control, so there has to be a six man situation. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, I don't know. What are the other top faces? I mean, I like I feel like uh, granted they're both heel teams, but damage control and toxic attraction. If toxic mm-hmm. attraction were to get called up. Well, let's, I mean, does Bailey and Mandy Rose have any history? Do they ever have a feud? I feel like Not they did, I but I don't remember it at all. Yeah, I don't recall. Um, What are the other faces on like, okay, so like damage control. I feel like Alex is about to just split off onto her own thing with Bray Wyatt. I mean, mm-hmm. that's sort of what we talked about that it sort of mm-hmm. feels like that. So you take her out of the equation. Maybe Bianca starts feuding away from the title. Let's say Bailey wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bianca starts a feud maybe with Judgment Day, Rhea Ripley, right? Mm-hmm. Which could then just leave Oscar to feud with Bailey, and then the other two can feud with. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like Tamina and Dana Brooke or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. like some other face tag team. Yeah. And they can, I mean, they can go to SmackDown, too. They mentioned that last night. Maybe that's going to be up for them next. They go to SmackDown and they feud with, fuck, I don't know. I mean, you could, Raquel Rodriguez has a decent case to be made. Yeah, I've heard Shotzi are going to be a team now. That's a team for you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or just like, you know, Raquel feuds with Bailey If they all go, well, no, she's the Raw Women's Champion. I don't know. The math is hurting my head. Let's move on. Let's move on, yes. Uh, Xavier Gray asked another question regarding the whole Roman Reigns title situation. Why can't WWE just take, just be smart, take the damn WWE title off of Reigns without having him lose? It's just so simple. Have Triple H come in, just take the damn belt off him and let him keep the Universal Championship. Then show up on Raw and announce there'll be a tournament to crown a new WWE champion. That would be my preference if they were going to split the titles. Because Roman losing without losing does nothing for... Like, in a match situation, 
whoever's going to win that match, like if it's a ladder match, a triple threat, and somebody pulls down the WWE title, they don't really gain anything from that. As opposed to if Triple H comes in and it's a management thing, you go through a tournament where you have to go through guys like Lashley or whatever, or Seth Rollins. You go through a tournament where you're fighting your way to the title. So that's that's how I would do it. I'll, I'll say this. If they did do something like a ladder match and have someone win one of the titles without pinning Roman, what they would have to do after Roman loses the other title is have that person face Roman and have him get a clean win. I don't think it's necessary in the short term. Like, you're, are you establishing that? Here, here's, here's Because here's the thing. If that person, let's say it's Cody. Let's say you do a thing where Triple H comes out and says, hey, we're doing a draft. Brands are going to be completely split. Raw needs a title because Roman's not going to work on Fridays or Roman's going to be relegated to one brand. Everybody's going to be in one brand. There's no more of this stuff. Well, whoever ends up on Raw isn't going to have the opportunity to fight Roman necessarily at first. So it's not like they're ducking a fight. Yeah. And if they can be established in their own way as a guy who's beating everybody, then they can be established as an A champion. And then down the road, you can you can visit the Roman stuff. Um, I just don't I don't think it's necessary in the short term. But to to get that punctuation mark, if you want that guy to be known as oh the yeah a top champion, yeah I agree you, you got to be yeah there. yeah I'm, I'm just saying specifically for some sort of ladder match two out of three falls scenario where the person doesn't pin Roman then it's like they're ducking Roman I agree I agree but then if they come back around and beat Roman you know months later mm-hmm. I, I think it kind of it mitigates those concerns about them not I get it beating yeah. Roman to win yeah that, oh yeah absolutely I agree hundred percent. Uh, let's see here. Ty Moore asked, do you think war games will become a yearly thing on main oh, roster? Hope so. Hope so. If it goes well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. If people are happy with it. Um, let's see here. Uh, Javier Barajas. Are there any underused wrestlers from the Vince era that you think would have thrived in WWE had triple H been in charge? He mentions Mox which is actually a really good answer because mm-hmm. Mox is just a badass and Triple H loves his badass. Loves badasses. Um, well, I mean, I think there is several people that were released by WWE who succeeded, especially in NXT. Keith I Lee, Swerve Strickland. Yeah, Aleister Black, Andrade. Aleister Black, I mean, Andrade, yeah. You can name countless people who yeah. were proven successful wrestlers in NXT goes to, they go to the main roster and then seemingly Vince has no idea what to do with them and they end up getting released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask you this. So that is the perfect answer, but let's go back a little further. Mm-hmm. Let's say like, I don't know. And I know we weren't really watching all that often, but like 2010 to 2015, like pre NXT, that's a tough because that's what I was trying to think. Because it's like, yeah, all those people that Triple H really loved, they got released. That's kind of I'm going to say an easy answer, but it, because it's the right answer. Like but, I don't know if Wade Barrett's. Uh, oh, that's a great answer. Actually, would have been better. Um, if I don't, I mean, honestly, don't know if Triple H was running things back then. Do you think Ryback would have gone as far as he <laughs> did <laughs> under Triple H? No. <laughs> No, I don't think he would have either. Maybe I don't know. Maybe a guy like Darren Young, given what he's doing these days. Yeah. Fred Rosser. Yeah. 
Maybe he would have, you know, if he was if he was given the Triple H treatment of, hey, now you're just a badass. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. he would have gone further. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of other members in the court. What about Heath? <laughs> no, I, I think know. no, I don't know no. about that. Maybe the maybe now he's like, hey, I've seen all the great work you've done. You've done as a honor no more I, hunter. You've given me a wake up call. <laughs> He would totally laugh at his own joke. He would. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Luis Areza says, what if LA Knight is the in-ring alter ego of Max Dupree? So, yeah, they need to re- they need to visit revisit that little digital thing they did. I know. They need to do that sooner than later. Like, what is the situation? Like, LA Knight changed his name to Max Dupree to, because he always wanted to do a modeling agency in kayfabe. What's the deal with that? If he comes back as LA Knight, but they're the same person, what what was in K? What, what what was that? You know, it'd be interesting, and I don't know if they'll ever do it. If it's literally a situation where you know he says that sometimes you have to get through the day to get to the night. Um, if he says something like, you know, I've spent what twenty years in my wrestling mm-hmm. career struggling to get to this place and I come here and they hand and they give me this and I'm like I'm not gonna turn this opportunity like like a meta thing. I'm not gonna turn yeah. this opportunity down because I've worked my entire professional career to get to this point. And yeah. like I feel like if I get my foot in the door, I, I could make it work. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um and then he just came to the realization that if I'm gonna succeed, I gotta be myself. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which I oddly enough is being LA Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. It's got to be me with my given birth name, L.A. Knight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what does the L.A. stand for? It's something really mundane, like you know, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's like it's like Lewis Anderson. <laughs> yeah, Lewis Lewis Allen Knight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Cameron says, uh, "When do you think Charlotte will return, and who will be her first feud under Triple H?" <sighs> Well, if she's on SmackDown, it might be Raquel. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's going to be an easy an easy win there for Charlotte <laughs> as she moves on. It'll be really interesting to see how Triple H treats Charlotte. Know, Obviously, Charlotte's thing. a big star, but like Vince was obsessed with Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston, what other Wiley Coyote in the Roadrunner ways should Dexter Loomis try to kidnap the Miz? Acme Dynamite. Oh, there we go. Uh, drops a piano from the sky. There you go. Oh, boy. That'd be rough. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it. That's all the questions we got. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs>